Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Uh, 720 WGN. Good evening. I'm John Landecker sitting in for Dave Plyer, uh, already demonstrating that it's going to be a nonlinear kind of Friday night. So prepare yourself. Say, you know, one of the things we do this weekend is turn back the clocks. We've done the spring forward. Now we're going to do the fall back. And to help us deal with that, we welcome Dr. Benjamin Nager, who's the who's a neurologist and director of sleep medicine at Northwestern Medicine Huntley Hospital. Good evening, doctor. Are you wide awake? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Listen, you know, I have to say just right off the bat, the more I read about this, I don't find anything good about it. Is there anything good about daylight savings time? Um, I think it's kind of archaic, and I, I think most of my colleagues would agree that it's probably time for us to get rid of it. What are these? What are? I mean, I've read about it all day, and it's like, wow, who would want to stick around with depression, seasonal affective disorder, uh, physical ailments? What are some of the negative things that this kind of time change does to our bodies? Well, there, as you know, there are two time changes. There's yeah. the one we're about to deal with, and then there's the one in the spring. The spring uh, one is probably the worst one because that's where your body physiologically has to lose an hour of sleep and get readjusted to that early morning wake-up. We're heading into the one where you can kind of feel like as though you're sleeping in a little bit. It's kind of like traveling to Denver from Chicago, um, you get that little bit of jet lag, but it's yeah. positive jet lag for you. Um, but it is still associated with those health conditions that you mentioned. Uh, not only that, but there's increased risk of heart attacks, strokes, death, car accidents, work accidents. It, 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 it's kind of just not very helpful, and it has some deleterious uh, side effects. So I think we should get rid of it. Has this kind of information made an impression upon the folks that could possibly change the way we do this kind of thing? Yeah, I think uh, people have been talking about it. Uh, I believe uh, Oregon uh, either got close uh, mm-hmm. or just passed the law. And they were talking about it in Washington several months ago, but it, it didn't go anywhere. Not yet, anyways. Right. Well, you know, Remember those commercials that are on TV for various new designer medications and they tell you all the good things about it and then at the for the last five or ten seconds they start listing off all the uh, negative possible effects <laughs> this is what this is what this sounds like it's you know hey it's daylight it's daylight savings time um, hey turn back your clocks possible effects could include death. Uh, stroke, uh, heart attack. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I know there's an expression that it, it struck me today that there's, there was an expression and maybe it still is something along the lines of make hay while the sun shines. And I think there was at some point, wasn't there an agricultural element to this entire daylight savings time? Yeah, issue? I think that, that was my understanding it, that yeah. it was, to take advantage of that evening sunlight and get more work done. Right. And I, I'm not sure, but my guess is that the agricultural community has advanced sufficiently t- 
technologically and in other ways that uh, that might not be an issue. I don't know. If somebody does know, and if that's still an issue to the agricultural community, be sure to let us know at 312-981-7200. We're talking to Dr. Benjamin Nager, neurologist and director of sleep medicine at Northwestern Medicine Huntley Hospital, and we're going to do more of that uh, in just a minute at 6.15 here at 720 WGN. Yeah, well, you can find a way to turn back time because this is the weekend we do it. Uh, Fall back, and we're talking about uh, the um, effects of that on our sleep schedule and our humanity and our health with Dr. Benjamin Nager, who is the uh, a neurologist and director of sleep medicine at Northwestern Medicine Huntley Hospital. You know, we we discussed some of the negative things that come with this time change. What can we do about it as human beings to well, not only combat the negativity of the time change, but also just in general improve, uh, improve our, the quality of our sleep? Well, you know, I think when it comes to these time changes, the best thing you can do is is start early. So tonight, uh, you know, eating dinner a little later, mm-hmm. staying up a little later, and sleeping in a little later tomorrow. Um, and then when the time change hits early Sunday morning, you'll be halfway there mm. to that time change. And the same thing is true in the spring. You can just start going to bed a little earlier uh, on Friday and Saturday, and then uh, you'll adjust to that time change, and by Monday, you'll be on schedule. Well, I'm sure there's quite a few people who just heard what you said and realize, hey, I get to stay up late this weekend. <laughs> you know, right. I get to sleep in a little bit. This is uh, this is not a bad thing, except when it rolls around in the spring, and then you spring forward. So I understand there's, if I mispronounce this, which I'm betting I might, correct me, but sleep homeostasis and circadian rhythm. Could you explain those two things? Well, homeostasis is the balance between wakefulness and sleep. Mm. And the more you're awake, the more you want to sleep. So the longer you're awake, the tireder you'll be, and the more likely it is that you'll want to go to bed. However, there's another mechanism that's quite important, and that's the circadian rhythm. And that's this 24-hour clock that's in everybody's body. Um, It's very important. And as a matter of fact, there was a Nobel Prize that three scientists won about five years ago because they finally figured out how this actually works. It took that long to get it all together. Um, But what happens when you shift your time of bed and wakefulness is that it throws off the internal clock. And there are certain things that are tied to that clock, like the hormones that are released in your body. There's Mm -hmm. uh, melatonin, cortisol, thyroid hormone, uh, the sex hormones. And they all have to be released at a certain time during that day or night cycle. And when you change your bedtime and your wake time, you throw that cycle out of whack. And the side effects can include tiredness, memory loss irritability, depression, um, the risk of those vascular diseases that we talked about earlier. So, you know, you want to ease yourself into these things. Um, the, people face this with other, pro, uh, you know, sleep-related disorders when they don't have regular sleep cycles. Right. But, uh, yeah, we, we want to, as a sleep physician, I want people to 
feel that sleep's not an option. You have to sleep. You know, it's not an optional thing. Right, right. I would, uh, I, have to, I guess I sort of took that for granted that sleep is not an option. Um, you know, I see ads in catalogs every once in a while for, they're not alarm clocks, they're alarm lights, so to speak, that claim to be able to fill your room in the morning, I guess at any time you programmed it to, to fill your room in the morning with light that is sunlight-like. Obviously, it's not the sun, but there's some sort of property to this gizmo that recreates sunlight effect in your bedroom as you awake. Is that a is that for real, or is that just an advertising ploy? Uh, you know, there's there's a little bit of science behind it, but really? I think it's mostly yeah uh, the the blue light that um, you know, like the blue sky, the blue light. Yeah, yeah. That we oh yeah. See. Uh, is really important for resetting that internal clock that we have. And when you turn the lights off in the evening and you get rid of all that blue light, your brain starts to release a, a hormone called melatonin, which resets that circadian clock every evening. And then when you get up in the morning and you get sunlight, it turns that melatonin off. And that helps to to synchronize all those hormones that I was just talking about earlier. Right. You know, I used to work a morning show, get up, and, you know, Bob Strutt works our morning show, probably gets up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, you're you're always tired, at least I was, regardless. Sure. But the, there was this myth that I'm going to catch up on sleep on the weekend. You can't do that, can you, really? Not really. And a lot yeah. of that has to do with that circadian rhythm, because you have right. to sleep when you're supposed to sleep. And once your body's into that rhythm, you can't just throw a switch and change it because it's Saturday morning. No, no. Right. right. Oh, and, and those the people who do that, just as you said, they just never feel well-rested. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but the pay's good. So yeah. you know, <laughs> that's the plus side of that. So you suggest keeping a, a sleep routine. Um, what would that, I mean... It sounds simple, but what is what do you mean exactly by that? Well, I think that you can be healthy and feel good with any sort of um, regular sleep-wake cycle. Mm-hmm. The yeah. problems, I think, uh, the most serious problems arise when people try to have uh, everything, meaning they want to be up whenever they want to be up and they want to sleep whenever they want to sleep. Your body isn't... It's not like a car where, right. you know, if you drive your car until the fuel tank's almost empty and then you fill it up and then you drive it 10 miles and fill it up, it's going to operate exactly the same way. But you body up with sleep in 10-minute increments. Uh, you really need to give yourself that seven to nine hours on a regular basis, going to bed around the same time. I mean, if you're going to stay up a little later or go to bed a little earlier, that's not really a problem. But you have to stay on that same rhythm, that same cycle. Well, thank you so much, Doctor. Uh, I hope some people heard some things that helped them this weekend. Thank you so much for being with us. That's uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. And sleep well. That's Dr. Benjamin Nager, who's, the, uh, who's a neurologist and director of sleep medicine at Northwestern Medicine Huntley Hospital.